This Monday, January 8th, NBA betting picks edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Monday, January 8th, currently 11.07 on the East Coast, here to get a new week of betting started in the NBA Association. And joining me, as usual, on the Monday episodes, I got the superstar of the show here with me, the villain himself. It's Terrell Furman Jr. Terrell, how's it going this Monday morning, my man? Ah, well, some told me to give up on the Trailblazers. Some told me that the Trailblazers weren't worth anything. Some told me that the Cleveland Cavaliers should be allowed to lay 10 points in this league. And all I have to say is over the course of the weekend that both of those things reign true for me, as in last night, yesterday, I was able to get the Cavs. I mean, well, the Spurs plus 10 and a half. Shout out to Wimby, shout out to Devin Vassell. Get Devin Vassell some help, man. I'm trying to tell you, get Denver sell some help. <laughs> and then and before all the football games ended, I get an overtime thriller where the Blazers beat the Nets on their home court. And I cash a uh the Nets were only like eight and a half, nine or something like that in that game. It was insane. Took the Blazers on the money line, took Anthony Simons. He had 38. You know, basketball is good when everybody's healthy. I don't know why. Turn off injuries. Turn the in, take the injury slider on two K and turn it down to zero. Turn injuries off for the season. Basketball is so much better when everybody's playing. Yeah, it was. Uh, I think a lot of people probably weren't paying attention to uh, the NBA over the weekend. Obviously, with uh, with uh, NFL regular season wrapping up. But hey, we were paying attention to it last night, and you had a big weekend, uh, but there were some yeah, pretty good games. I mean, there's some games that, like you mentioned, the Blazers going into overtime against the Brooklyn Nets. Anthony Simons had a double-double in that game, 38-11. and 11. Even the game last night between um, the Clippers and the Lakers. Lakers um, have kind of been the little brother to the LA Clippers, at least in that head-to-head uh, meeting. They finally beat the uh, Clippers last night. That was turned out to be a really good game. Uh, to wrap up the <clears throat> week between, uh, or at least in the association. And then I also was watching the uh, Dallas Mavericks and the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves game. Uh, that was a lot of fun uh, to watch as well. It felt, it felt like a really uh, playoff atmosphere type of game um, mm-hmm. if you were watching that game. But um, Lakers now have, at least this season, have won both meetings against the Clippers, uh, 2-0 straight up, 2-0 against the spread. Um, and Norman Powell was uh, the ball went in and out uh, should have gone in. We probably would have seen overtime, but Lakers who get the victory against the Clippers last night, one Oh six, one Oh three. What else? So it's real. Anything else that stuck out to you uh, as far as what you already mentioned? No, no. I mean, uh, Warriors still bad at basketball. That That's really it. It was a, uh, a pretty, pretty chill weekend. Nothing really to report. I think it's um, a little alarming if you're a Warriors fan that R.J. Barrett scored 37 points against you uh, mm-hmm. last night. I don't know. R.J. drops a 30-point game once every year. <laughs> it might be different now that he's back in his uh, home country of Canada now playing with the Raptors. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what transpires for this uh, Warriors team. I think a world of trouble right now uh, for the Golden State Warriors. But, Terrell... We have what about six games on the schedule here tonight. A little light card for us, usually what we're used to on the uh, Monday episodes here. So um, I think well, seven games, if I'm not mistaken. But anyways, um, let's just dive right into it, man. Let's get into these games here for tonight. First game on the board will go to the immediate rematch, I guess we can say, uh, from Saturday. The uh-huh. Indiana Pacers are hosting the Boston Celtics. Uh, currently, the Celtics are a three and a half point favorite in this game with a total of 244 and a half. Uh, like I mentioned, these two teams did match up on Saturday. Celtics did get the victory and the cover 118 101 and really limited the Indiana Pacers offense in that game, holding them to 101 points and Pacers. Not offense not looking like uh Pacers as the first quarter. They only scored 17. The fourth quarter, they only scored 20. 
Uh, but let's take a look at the injury report here before we actually <clears throat> get into the site and total and player props for this game. So for the Boston Celtics, uh, Kristaps Porzingis is officially listed as questionable in this game. Jason Tatum is also listed as questionable. Uh, Tatum is dealing with a left ankle sprain. And Kristaps Porzingis, I believe, got poked in the eye or he has an irritation in his uh-huh. right eye from that game on Saturday. For the Indiana Pacers, uh, a couple of questionable tags here. Bruce Brown is officially listed as questionable. Uh, we also have Isaiah Jackson, who's listed as questionable. Andrew Nimhart is also questionable as well. Um, and that is pretty much it. Um, pretty simple one here for you, Terrell. Uh, the immediate revenge spot fading Boston, I'm assuming, uh, on the road. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we got the deja vu game, so uh, you don't have to take the dog, take the opposite side of whoever won that first time around. And... Really, what it was for the Pacers is that they couldn't buy three to save their life. Like they, they absolutely could not. They went eight for forty-two from three, nineteen percent. Whereas Boston hit forty percent of their threes. Like that's kind of a really hard uphill battle. Uh, you look at Miles Turner. Miles Turner was actually doing pretty good inside of the paint against Boston. He was five for six uh, in nine three-point shots, but he was zero for five from three. Buddy Hield three for ten from three. Tyrese Halliburton two for nine from three. Uh, Aaron Neesmith tried to have the revenge game 0 for 7 from 3, 3 for 13 from the field. Get him out the game. He's, his emotions are too too far gone. Too far gone for this game for Aaron Neesmith to come out here and be shooting the ball like that, 3 for 13 from the field. Uh, it was a terrible shooting day. It wasn't even really for me that Boston was doing anything spectacular. It was just more the fact that the Pacers couldn't buy a shot, like could not buy a shot. And then Jason Tatum and Jayla Brown were absolutely fantastic. And so potential of no Jason Tatum in this game, I understand why the line has dropped. Uh, I'm going to continue to back the Pacers here. I think that especially with no Jason Tatum, assuming that the Pacers offense gets back on track and what we know they can do and how they can be 120 point per game offense. I, I really don't know. No Jason Tatum, no Porzingis. If that is the case, not saying it is, but if it is, I mean, just go ahead and sign me up for Derek White overs because who else is going to be scoring on this team outside Derek White? Yeah. You know, Jalen Brown, maybe Drew Holiday shows up on the offensive end. Maybe uh, Sam ha- uh, Sam Hauser probably will contribute one and a half threes or something like that to this offense. But without Jason Tatum and Porzingis, that's a lot of scoring that's going out of the window. And I know Jalen Brown can pick it up. I know J- uh, Derek White can pick it up to a certain extent. But if this Pacers team gets back to clicking on 120 points per game, I just don't know where they're going to make that up without Porzingis and Jason Tatum. So I'm rolling with the Pacers here. Yeah, I mean, you nailed it. Uh, it was just a really bad shooting night for the Pacers on Saturday, going, what, 8 of 40, 8, 8 of 42 from three-point land. And I think you take a look at what the Pacers have done coming off of a loss this season. They're 9-6 and six straight up, 9-6 and six against the spread, 60% for both of those. Uh, also 11-3-1 and one towards the over. Uh, when the Pacers are coming off a loss. Uh, more importantly, they're averaging 130 points per game when they're coming off of a loss this season. So, uh, yeah, I love the Pacers in the spot here. Um, I, we already saw that Jason Tatum popped up on the injury report. I think this was yesterday. Uh, so that's really telling when there's already listed as questionable. It says injury management. More than likely, a lot of times we've seen those players typically end up sitting. But, um, yeah, I do expect the Pacers to bounce back here in this spot against the Boston Celtics. Um, total wise, I think I'll be looking at the Pacers team total. I mean, like you mentioned, Terrell, that they just had a really bad shooting night in this game. Uh, do expect the Pacers to be the Pacers, right? They've been playing with pretty much one pace this season. That's been go, go, go. Um, they are the, they are top three, I believe in, um, pace this season, season long, and they've been one of the more off- offensive efficient teams as well. So, I look at a Pacers team total over in this game. Uh, do you have any feel on the total? That's the same way I was with. You caught me right, and I was taking some water. Come on, Moon off. Like, Sorry, Moon, I'm not bad. looking at the screen. the screen. He's not reading the room, yo. He's not looking at <laughs> the screen, not reading the room. I'm literally mid-sip of water. Hey, how would you think about this? <laughs> or almost drowned trying to get the answer out. <laughs> about waterboarded myself. All right. Back to what we were talking about. Yeah, I'm on Pacers team total over. That's really the play for me. I... Uh, I would be on the over for the game. 
And it's just kind of, you know, the deja vu game. We're taking the opposite side of what happened. First game went under. I expect the Pacers to shoot the basketball a lot better. And I'm not saying that I think all, uh, Boston is devoid of offense, but if the Pacers are going to come in here and score 120 points, I'm just trying to figure out how Boston is going to allocate that 120 points without a, you know, Jason Tatum potentially without Chris Asporzing. It's like that's a lot of their usage, and I just don't know how that's going to happen. And so – I still I still like the over though, uh, but I prefer Indiana team total over than taking a full game over. So I'm with you. That's how I played total Indiana team total over. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm right there with you on that uh, team total for the Indiana Pacers. Um, you mentioned some player props in this game that you did like. Uh, if Jason Tatum and uh, KP do in fact sit uh, with Derek White, um, anything else that you like as far as player props? Uh. You start your centers against the Celtics. Uh, I don't know how many times I have to say it. You, yeah. You start your centers against the Celtics. They play well. They play well, and they're gonna. They're always gonna be in it for a double double. It, you know, whether they get it or not, maybe this night or that night. They're always gonna be in it for a double double, and there's a potential that they probably could go off on the points aspect. Miles Turner, if he hit a couple of those threes, that what was it, twelve and nine. It looks a lot better. Like, and he was five for six on the inside against this team. I think that if he commits to that, he can have a really nice game here. And I've seen Miles Turner have twenty point games against this Boston Celtics team in the past. So, yeah, I'll take Miles Turner here to have a nice day. Uh, something, maybe a points and rebounds, maybe a point, something like that. But you start your centers against Celtics. You just got to find a way to play them. Yeah, he did actually did have a 40-point game as well last season, um, February yeah. 23rd of last year against the Celtics team, 8 of 10 from three-point land. So, um, yeah. On my birthday, uh, dropped 40 against the Celtics. It was a great day. There you go. Um, yeah, I don't think I have anything else as far as player props. Not a lot listed right now. You only see Derek Jason White. Tatum. Yeah, Derek White today. Yeah, especially if Jason Tatum sits here tonight, right? I think yeah. that might be a good ladder opportunity as well. <clears throat> You're not questioning. You're playing Derek White today. Yeah. Um, I'll probably look at a Halley assist. I know he had a, a subpar game on Saturday. Only five of 17 from the floor, two of nine from three point land, um, seven assists only. And again, that's a very, very subpar game for, um, Halliburton in this game. So I'll probably look at maybe his assist in this game or maybe his points in this to go over. Other than that, uh, nothing really stuck out to me. Uh, anything else for this game here to roll before we move on? Yeah. All right, uh, before we get over to the next game on the schedule here for the association, look, the NFL regular season is officially over, and we are on to the playoff. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that I hope make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet 5 bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SGP. New customers can bet just 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. If you're in Connecticut, help is available from Problem Gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resorts in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Cdkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restriction terms and responsible gaming resources. And we're also brought to you by Game Time. Look at that time of year where there's a lot of sports going on. Obviously, NFL playoffs uh, are kicking off next weekend. NBA's in full swing. So is college basketball, uh, NHL as well. And you want to get out to some of these events and let Game Time take away the stress of having to uh, find tickets because you want to get excited for the uh, events that you're going to want to get out to, not just for sporting events. If you have a comedy show that's in your area, uh, you have a music concert that's in your area as well. A theater show that you want to get out to. Game Time has tickets for all of that. And like I mentioned, they create a very stressful, stress-free environment, so you don't have to worry about buying tickets at other outlets. Nope, 
Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater New Year with killer deals on last-minute tickets, their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you're going to have. Some of the great things I love about their app, they have great flash deals and last-minute tickets are always available. And like I mentioned, it's easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. And their lowest price guarantee, also they have event cancellation protection as well. So forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. And if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Also, the best thing I love about the app is you actually can get images of your seat before you actually buy the ticket so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're all set to go. And the tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you don't have to stress about waiting for them to come on the mailbox thinking that they're going to get lost or haggle through your email box trying to find them there. Nope, sent directly to your phone. Snag the tickets while the stress with Game Time. It's a perfect for the uh, playoffs. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, Charles, let's keep it rolling here, my man. Next game on the board, we'll go over to the nation's capital. We got the Oklahoma City Thunder. They are taking on the Washington Wizards. The Thunder are laying 12 points here at home with a total of 246 and a half. Uh, Looking at the injury report for both of these teams, start here with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Pretty clean injury report for them. Nobody on there. And same for the Washington Wizards. Only two players are Landry Shamit and uh, DeLon Wright. Both are questionable for this game. Uh, Thunder are coming off of a loss uh, against the Nets on Friday night where they got absolutely uh, blasted in that game, 124-115. And this final score is closer than what uh, if you actually were watching this game or keeping up with it. Uh, the Nets, sorry, the Thunder didn't make a run in the second half as they usually do. But now they've lost two straight games on the road. Uh, they failed to cover in both of those games as well. Meanwhile, the Wizards have been absolutely just struggling on the offensive side of the basketball here. Uh, They have now lost uh, three games in a row. They've failed to cover the last four games as well. But now the Thunder coming into their building, the Thunder laying 12 points here, Terrell. What are you thinking about the spread? Yeah, just lay it. I don't really have anything to talk about, man. Like, two losses... Going against the Wizards, need like is this not a we just beat the crap out of you and get our confidence back and move on to the next game? I, I'm good on the Wizards, man. The Wizards suck. <laughs> yeah, I mean they just over the last three games at least they've been getting absolutely hammered. They lost the Nets by 16, and then they had the back-to-back set against uh-huh. the Cleveland Cavaliers, lost by 39, followed that up the next night by losing by, let's see here, 24. Um, and the offense is just struggling, man. They've, they've failed to score more than 105 points over the last three games. That's not going to get it done in today's association. I think, you know, this is a good spot here for the um, Thunder. <laughs> Expect a huge night here for SGA, I think. Um, I think my more favorite play in this game, we'll give us a total here, is probably the Thunder team total to go over here as well. Uh-huh. We should have a lot of success on the offensive side. But you have any thoughts on the total here? Uh, yeah, I'm thinking Thunder team total over. I, I question if Washington's going to offensively. I guess I would go over for the game because there is a chance Washington can just Thunder not care about defense and put up points. But, uh, I mean, SGA 35-plus and a win is plus 125. Uh, mm. Why would I not play that? Why would I not? So, yeah, uh, free plus 125. I'll take it. SGA 35+. plus. OKC to win because SGA can drop 35 and three quarters. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, I didn't really like any other player. Mainly Jalen Williams has been playing really well uh, for mm-hmm. the one without a Y. With, um, yeah, J-Dub, as we call it. Um, he's averaging 18 for the season, but he's had Two straight games of 20-plus points. Uh, he's been very, very efficient as well. He's shooting 60.7% from the floor over the last five games, 53% from three-point land. Um, so I think that he might be worth a look here tonight as well. His points prop right now is sitting at 17 and a half. Um, other than that, nothing really excited me in this game. If you look at Chet rebounds, um, uh-huh. that's at eight and a half in this game. 
But those are the ones I was looking at, at least for the Thunder side here. Probably a quick handicap here, Terrell. Anything else for this game? No, no, I'm good. SGA and Thunder all the way. I like Kaysen's play of that Thunder minus seven and a half in the first half. I like that as well. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good call there. Uh, all right, let's get up to the next game on the board here. We'll go to the Chicago Bulls. They are in Charlotte here tonight to take on the Hornets. Bulls currently sitting as a six and a half point road favorite in this game with a total of 216. Take a look at the injury report for both of these teams for the Chicago Bulls. Alex Caruso is officially listed as questionable in this game. Uh, Tory Craig is out for this game. Uh, Zach Levine is listed as probable. Nikola Vucevic is probable as well. And Patrick Williams is listed as questionable. So Caruso and Patrick Williams, questionable, probable tag for Zach Levine and Nikola Vucevic. For the Charlotte Hornets, uh, P.J. Washington has been ruled out. Mark Williams has been ruled out as well. Frank Milikina is also out for this game as well, as well as LaMelo, uh, sorry, uh, Gordon Hayward. And we all know LaMelo Ball has been out for quite some time here. Um, so let's start with the side here. Minus six and a half uh, for the, the Bulls on the road here in Charlotte. I just want everybody to know that we were all up here laughing at the Bulls on Friday because it was the Zach Levine first game back, and we felt like he was going to completely nut up and destroy this team. <laughs> I would just like you to know that this was a game for three quarters. With the injuries that Charlotte has, this was a game for three quarters, people. <laughs> three quarters. Really, some bit in that fourth quarter. This was a game. This was a game. I know the score says 104-91. I know mm-hmm. the Bulls got the cover in the end. This was a game. I'm I'm not backing this Bulls team. I'm not doing it. Uh, but and maybe that's my personal bias of me not liking this Bulls team. But I'm not backing this Bulls team. I don't I don't like this team. This makeup. I think they they need a move. They're kind of just sitting here, wavering around under 500, just kind of hanging around. They're not terrible where they're looking like a team that's eight and 25 like Charlotte. But it's not like that they have any hope of themselves making the playoffs or anything like that. Kobe White's been playing well. Zach Levine, as he starts rolling and getting more minutes, he's going to eat into Kobe White's time and production, and it's going to stunt his growth. It's going to set this team back, honestly. They need to go ahead and start playing around the future and give Kobe White the season to figure out what you have in him. Is he somebody you can plan your team around? You don't even know that because we only know him in a 20-game sample size of him playing good. So give him more time this season and figure out, can you start your roster around him? I'm fading this Bulls team. Give me Charlotte plus six and a half. Yeah, I mean, take a look at the box score in this game. I mean, it, it was pretty even in the in this in this game. I The only... Oh, they, just got, they just went on a run at the end of the game. That was it. They went on a run at the end of the game. Charlotte was with them neck and neck for three quarters. Yeah. And yeah, so Chicago won that fourth quarter 30 to 22. Um but the the Charlotte Hornets had they were plus eight on the offensive rebounding side. I mean, they created those second uh, chance points. Um, they had the Bulls had four more turnovers in that game. Um, they did have nine more assists to the Chicago Bulls. Okay, and they also made five more free throws and got five more attempts in that game as well. But I think it kind of like Charlotte in the first half here, man. You know, immediate revenge spot. You know, you were in this game. Um, I think especially if, you know, Caruso, who didn't play in the last game as well, he doesn't suit up here tonight. I, I expect a better effort out of, uh, you know, the Charlotte Hornets to start this game here. Maybe they tell away again uh, in the second half, but I, I think there's a good spot for them to come out in the first half uh, and, and cover this number here. Uh, so I like the Charlotte Hornets in the first half here. Um, what are your thoughts on the total here? 216. Uh, let's see here. Um, I I guess I'll still go under. It's really the injuries for Charlotte for me. And the Bulls, Kaysen's talking about it in the chat. They actually are like really, really good in defending the paint right now. Second in the league in the last five games in terms of opponents points in the paint. So it's not like anything's coming easy for Charlotte. And I think that's where that fourth quarter kind of died out a little bit. They were, they were settling for some really tough shots in that fourth quarter rather than getting anything easy and being able to keep that game close. So that's how Chicago really was able to pull away in that one. And very, you know, plausible handicap on how they're able to do it again here is the fact that they, they take away the easy shots. So, uh, 
that is a concern. So I do like the under two sixteen for the game. If I'm not mistaken, this is the first home game for the Charlotte Hornets since December 23rd. They were on a one, two, three, four, five, six game road trip uh, that wrapped up in Chicago. Uh, and now they've had two ga- two days off uh, being back at home. Um, but yeah, I, I do like this spot here. Three straight unders as well for the uh, Charlotte Hornets over the last couple of games. And they haven't been very good at home, right? Four and 11 straight up. But for this Hornets team, they are seven and eight against the spread uh, at home this season. And in a spot where they're home underdogs, seven and five uh, against the spread are the Charlotte Hornets. So, yeah, I think it's a good spot here for the Charlotte Hornets on the spread. All in with the under here as well. Again, when we talk about guys that have been out for the Charlotte Hornets, we talk a lot about Gordon Hayward. He's kind of like the, that glue guy uh, for mm-hmm. the Charlotte Hornets team when it comes to the offensive side of the basketball. So um, is there enough offense out there without him? Yeah, sure there is. But um, I, I still feel like this would be a game where limiting the second chance points um, with two teams that have pretty decent rebounders. We talk about the Andre Drummonds of the world and Nikola Vucevic on the world. Uh, Nick Richards has done a great job rebounding the basketball as well. Miles Bridges contributes as well, rebounding the basketball. So, um, yeah, I, I like the under in this game here as well. Total, oh, sorry, uh, player props here. Terrell, what are you looking at? Uh, well, I mean, if Charlotte's going to win, Terry Rozier and Miles Bridges are going to have to have a pretty good day uh, scoring basketball-wise, and Brandon Miller can't. Like he can't, he's got to be somewhat effective, you know. Three for 13, one for seven from three that first game. I think he actually, you know, uh, well, no, he no, that's actually pretty good. So, but still, like three for 13, got to shoot the ball a little bit better than that because you're going to be getting a lot more minutes with PJ Washington going to be out for this game. He got hurt in that last game, only played mm-hmm. six minutes. And, but it's like that bench. So we'll, we'll see if they give Nick Smith Jr. some more minutes. That's a guy that I'm looking forward to seeing. Like, he this is a former. Uh, McDonald's All-American, number one overall recruit. Like he's really good at basketball, and I'm, I like to see his scoring on this level. So hopefully, we get some more Nick Richards minutes tonight. Not Nick Richards, but Nick Smith Jr. minutes tonight, and see how he does because they're going to need the offense. Yeah, I was looking to add Nick Richards' uh, rebounds in this game. He did have twelve um, in the game on what was this uh, on Saturday night or sorry Friday night. Yeah. Um, Obviously, now with the injury to, uh, you know, uh, Mark Williams dealing with a back injury, he's been out for a while. Nick Richards obviously has been getting the minutes there. He did have 12 rebounds, like I mentioned, uh, in that game against the Bulls um, two nights ago. Um, Last season, or back on December 6th, uh, he also had 11 rebounds in that game against Chicago as well. So 9.5 is a number right now for Nick Richards. I do like that for him to get over the number here tonight. Um, Uh Anything else for this game, Troll? No, I'm good. All right, uh, before we get over to the next game on the schedule here, let me tell everyone about our good friends over at Underdog Fantasy. Uh, Underdog Fantasy gives you the opportunity to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, and uh, college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. Stay tuned at the end of the episode. Terrell and I will put together our underdog fantasy entry here for the Monday game so you can watch along and maybe you can make, a little, make your own picks as well. Maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy using promo code SGPN. And we're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL and NBA season with Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets for craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, Terrell, let's keep it rolling here, my man. Next game on the schedule for the Monday card. We'll go over to South Beach, the Houston Rockets. They are in Miami to take on the Heat here tonight. Heat are a four-point home favorite with a total of 219. 
Uh, looking at the injury report for both of these teams, for the Houston Rockets, both Dylan Brooks and Tari Eason are going to be out for this game. Uh, for the Miami Heat, uh, Jimmy Butler is also out for this game. Caleb Martin is doubtful here tonight uh, for the Miami Heat. Um, Terrell, Miami Heat as a home favorite. Are you continuing with that trend of fading them, or are you backing them in the spot against the Rockets? Oh, yeah, I'm still back in my trend of fading the Miami Heat as a whole favorite. You understand, this is a trend that has exceeded time at this point where, I mean, you're at some 44 45% of their games that they're covering as a home favorite, maybe anything like that. I don't know why that we would go against it. It's, you just follow the trend, collect your money at the end of the season, and you're good. You're never, you're never gonna lose money. Never gonna lose money. Back fading the Miami Heat is a home favorite. Doesn't matter against who was with. It doesn't matter. They played some really bad teams and not found ways to cover. This is a what we're at four, four now. There's a lot of opportunity here for this to be a one possession game. Like let's talk about it. There's a lot of opportunity here for this to be a one possession game because the Rockets actually are playing better. They're coming off of confidence. They just beat the Bucks over the course of the weekend at home mm-hmm. and and got their mojo back, especially after getting destroyed by the Timberwolves the night before. So they come on a back to back and they beat and they beat the Milwaukee Bucks. And that's without Dylan Brooks anchoring them defensively. And they played a pretty good sound defensive game, 108 points given up. So yeah. I am back in Alperen Shangun and this absolutely monster of a baller who's just having an incredible run over these past few games, really the past couple of weeks where he's, you know, exceeded 20 points per game and who knows how much. I don't know if they have anything on the inside that's really going to compete with that. I, I love to see him and Bam go back and forth. I think Bam is a little bit more of a shot blocker and a disruptor rather than to go back and forth with Shangun down low. And Shangun can get to the foul line. So we're going to see if that comes into play for any of the bigs of the Miami Heat here. I'm all I'm all over this uh, Rockets team to get it done against the Miami Heat. Plus four, Rockets on the money line. They win. Heat take a step back and try to reevaluate what's going on with their season. Miami Heat nine and six straight up at home, but five and ten uh, against the spread uh, at home this season for the Miami Heat as a home Say it again. favorite. Say it again. At home this season, Miami Heat. Five, sorry, nine and three. Sorry, let me restart that. Miami Heat at home this season, nine and six straight up, five and ten against the spread. As a home favorite, nine and three straight up, five and seven against the spread. So either way you look at it, this Miami Heat team uh, continues not covering the number as a favorite at home this season. I know the Rockets started off really bad on the road this season. Um, they were, I mean, they're still bad on the road, at least straight up, 3-10 and 10 straight up, but um, they've found ways to start covering games, at least on the road. They have covered three of their last five road games, um, and I think that win against the, and I was watching this game on Saturday, that that win against the Bucs um, tells you where this Rockets team is at mm-hmm. um, prior to what they were the past couple of seasons under Stephen Silas and um, all the players that they did have, and even without Dylan Brooks, I think, and Tari Eason not playing this game. You mentioned Shangun has been playing real well. Hopefully, Jalen Green can get it going here as well. Fred Van Vliet. And just having those you know, veterans in the locker room, I think, has made a difference as well. The guy who I think has not been getting a lot of credit, um, Jabari Smith, man. He's really turned around this season for this Rockets team as well. So, um, expect a big game out of him. He, he's been dominating on the boards all season long for the Rockets. Uh, I think they can stay within this number. I really do. Um, I, I think that for you know Fred Van Vliet, he should have some success here tonight against the Heat as well. Um, and again, for the Miami Heat team, we could t- continue to talk about the injuries that they're dealing with. No Jimmy Butler. Um, they're just missing some depth pieces. Obviously, no Caleb Barton here tonight as well. So I think that this should be a game that Rockets can keep within the number. They're, they're just playing hard, man. They, they play that full 48 minutes. Uh-huh. So... With all that said, uh, I'll take the Rockets here with you, plus the four in this game. Um, Total sitting at 219 in this game here, Terrell. Any thoughts on the total? Uh, Miami's on on five straight unders right now, but I'm a little bit more inclined to go over in this spot. Just But again, defense for Houston, yes, they picked it up against the Bucs, but not necessarily the best. I mean, it, the over has cashed in three of the last five. I told you five straight unders for this Miami Heat team. But I think that this is a game where 
I'm liable to see a little bit more points here from Houston on the road. And I think that they're going to give up some. Like, I, I think that the matchups, I think that Hamiakes should have a pretty good game here. I think Tyler Hero will have a pretty good game here. Bam always finds a way to surprise me. Like, this Miami Heat team, I don't think they're going away. I just don't think that they're capable of stopping this Houston team from covering the numbers. So, I, I like the points. I think that I've been kind of backing Houston overs recently, and they've been okay. So, I'm going to keep going. Give me Houston over 219. Yeah, I know the Rockets' uh, defense have fallen uh, has fallen a bit over the last five games. Season long, they are still top. I think it was top five, if I'm not mistaken. Let me double check here. Um, defensive rating last five. Yeah, so the Rockets are number five a season long as far as defensive rating. We take over the last five games. Does take a little bit of a dip down to number uh, eleven for the sorry uh, a little bit further number thirteen uh, for the defensive side of the basketball here. Um, I'll still lean towards the under in this game. I don't love it. I won't have money on the under, but I think for everything that I've read, when, when, you know, the players have come out and said in so many words, and Coach Shudoka says it's that, you know, we're not going to win ball games, you know, in shootouts. we got to get back to what was working for us early in the season. That's playing, you know, defense. Um, mm-hmm. And the offense will fall into place for that. So I think that, you know, um, I mean, we can still see about 215, 218 points in this game. I think it sneaks under the total here of 219. So I do like oh, leaning towards the under in this game. Player props here, Terrell. Uh, what are we looking at? I know you mentioned Shangoon. What else do you like? Yeah, Shangoon. I think Shangoon will have a good game. You know, I like my guy, Hamie Hawkins, to go off. Tyler Hero, I think, actually can have a pretty good game. I don't know yeah. who in the backcourt is really going to stop Tyler Hero. Uh, he's got a little bit more size in him, it's a smaller backcourt for the. Uh, Houston Rockets, and I think Hero is going to be able to get to his spot, raise up over the defenders, and shoot. So I like Tyler Hero actually to have a pretty good game here. Yeah, he's had a lot of success against the Rockets in his career for whatever reason. Um, he's averaging 25 and a half points per game against the Houston Rockets. Uh, last three games against the Rockets, uh, 31, 41, and 31. They just uh, haven't had a capable backcourt of guarding him. And I mean, I guess the yeah. person that was capable of guarding him is out for the game, and Dylan Brooks, yeah. like they. Fred Van Fleet, a pretty solid defender, but he, he just doesn't have the size. Like, Tyler Hero's going to raise up over him. I'm all over Tyler Hero today. I think he has a good day. Yeah, I think just pure shot volume as well, right? Like, um, obviously, without, like we mentioned, Jimmy Butler being in this lineup here today, and I, I want to just quickly take a look what he's done without Jimmy Butler in the lineup this season. So eight games without Jimmy Butler in the lineup. He's averaging 21.3 points per game. 6.1 rebounds, four and a half assists. But the last game is really bringing the average down where against the Phoenix Suns, uh, it was an atrocious shooting night for Tyler Hero without Jimmy Butler in the lineup. He was only four of 17 from the floor uh, was Tyler Hero. So that number is at, it's on the way to 22 and a half. It's at 21 and a half at minus 160 currently over on DraftKings. But if you want to take a look at PRA uh, for Tyler Hero, don't hate that look. Uh, and lead assists is also always worth a look as well. Jabari Smith rebounds. Um, he's been, like I mentioned, he's been doing a really good job of rebounding the basketball here this season for the Rockets. That's at eight and a half. So, uh, don't hate that number for, uh, Jabari Smith Jr. here tonight. Um, anything else for this game, Terrell? No, I'm good. All right, let's keep it rolling here. Uh, two games left on the board here. Let's go over to Milwaukee where the Bucks are going to welcome the Utah Jazz to town. Uh, currently the Bucks are sitting as a eight and a half point favorite. Let me get the updated number here. Um, yeah, so eight and a half total of 242 and a half in this game. Let's take a look at the injury report for both of these teams for the Utah Jazz. Uh, pretty clean injury report. Everybody is going to be a go for the Utah Jazz for the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Damian Lillard is out for this game. Uh, campaign is also out for this game here as well. And we know that Jay Crowder continues to be out uh, for the Milwaukee Bucks a little bit thin. At that point guard position for the uh, Milwaukee Bucks in this game. Terrell, let's start with the side here, minus eight and a half in favor of the Milwaukee Bucks hosting the Utah Jazz. Yeah, I, I mean, there's. <laughs> I think it's comical that people are betting the Bucks here. I think it's really comical. This team is not good defensively. They constantly let teams in games, they don't cover the spread. Like there's not Dame looks like a shell of himself in Milwaukee right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, and now he he's not even playing in this game. Him and campaign not playing in this game. Nope. 
why what what reason do i have? i mean is it the reverse theory of oh dame's not playing so now the bucks are going to look really really good like no they still don't even have anybody like they lost you holiday they don't have a perimeter defender and so jordan clarkson i think is going to feast i don't think they have the matchup for laurie market and i think laurie market will have a pretty solid game colin sexton probably has a really good game here as well i think that this utah team nobody fears the bucks like you've heard people say it over the past couple of weeks nobody fears this bucks team anymore it was times where you had the bucks on the schedule and you're like oh well this is a l Giannis is about to go give us 50 they're about to play good defense going to run nobody oh this is this is not even a lean to the jazz this is i'm all over the jazz here Plus nine, sprinkle on the money line. I'm one in four in their last five games for the Milwaukee Bucks. They have not covered four straight games. They actually have a loss to the San Antonio Spurs in that span. And this Jazz team is clicking on all cylinders. Four and one in their last five games, three and two against spread. I, I'm all over this Jazz team. I'm all over this Jazz team. I, I'm, I'm bought into the hype. They're not tanking. They're constantly going out there playing. I'm with the Jazz until they make the trade. When they make the trade, then I will back off of this Jazz train. Until then, the Jazz are healthy. They're really good. They're about to beat the crap out of this uh, this Bucks team. And yeah, I'm all over the Jazz to get this done. I, I think the points the points are going to be there. Yeah, look, Milwaukee at home, they're 16 and 3 straight up. All right. Yeah, they're winning basketball games at home, but are they covering games? Absolutely not. 7 and 12 against the spread as a home favorite this season are the Milwaukee Bucks. And uh, that is only around 36.8% for the Milwaukee Bucks this season. And, and like you mentioned that maybe people thinking, okay, without Damian Lillard, the uh, reversing, well, without Damian Lillard this season, the Milwaukee Bucks are 0-2 this season. Um, they lost to the Pacers by two points. And mind you, they were both on the road, but, uh, and then they lost by 15 against the Orlando Magic uh, without Damian Lillard. Um, but I, like you mentioned, the guys that you mentioned there, Terrell, I think, it's going to be a very tough matchup for this Bucks team to match up with all those guys. Um, you know, you mentioned the context and he's been playing really well, Lori Markinen as well, Jordan Clarkson. So they have guys that on this, on this side of the basketball, or at least for the Utah jazz, that can keep this within the number here as well. Definitely. So jazz here, plus eight and a half total sitting at two forty-two and a half in this game. Over. Uh, I'm sorry. Let me mention one more thing. You mentioned that the bucks have not covered, uh, over the last five games, but over the last six road games for the Utah Jazz, they are actually five and one against the spread on the road. So uh, they've been keeping it within the number. The only loss they took was um, a blowout loss to the Boston Celtics, which was a front end of a back to back for the um, Utah Jazz. But um, total, sorry. Over. No, you ain't got it. No, over. It's over. This Bucks team is terrible defensively. They give up easy points inside of the paint. I think this Jazz team is going to get up for it. I like the Jazz team total over for sure. Love yeah, the Jazz team total over. I think they're going to score regardless. Maybe this Bucks team finds a way to get it done, but this Jazz team is going to score regardless. So, yeah, I like the over, but the Jazz team total over for me. I'm, I'm all over this Jazz team today. Kaysen called it at 116 and a half. That's what yeah. they're getting to 120. They're getting to 120 today. Easy. Yeah, uh, no disagreement for there. I'm not going to regurgitate everything uh, you know you mentioned and Casey putting out in the chat as well. Player props, what are you looking at? Uh, I am. Like I said, I think that Jordan Clarkson is going to be unstoppable today. I think Colin Sexton actually can have a really good day here against the Bucks as well. And I'm really going to back the backcourt. I think the backcourt is going to really be able to carry this team, getting inside inside the paint and being able to score over these bigs for the Milwaukee Bucks and then just getting no resistance from the guards. I'm not really expecting much resistance from the guards at all. So I like Sexton and Clarkson in the backcourt to get it done today. Um. Obviously, without Damian Lillard and uh, campaign, I think you probably have to pivot to Chris Middleton in this game, uh, whether it's points and assist or just assist alone. And I think the mark is already accounting for that. Chris Middleton assists are set at seven and a half um, at minus 145. But uh, again, I think that he's going to have to also contribute to scoring the basketball here. So points and assists for... Chris Middleton in this game is sitting at 27 and a half. I don't hate that. Um, you mentioned Laurie Markin, and I, I do like him in this game here as well. Um, whether it is probably Brooke Lopez guarding him, I mean, he could definitely take him off of the dribble. His points probably at 22 and a half. 
in this game. So a couple of uh, guys there on each side that I do like here for this game. Anything else for this game, Terrell? No, no, I'm good. All right, last game on the board for the Monday card. We got the Phoenix Suns. They are in L.A. to take on the Clippers. Clippers currently laying six and a half here at home with a total of 229 and a half. Uh, Both of these teams did play yesterday. um, uh, So they are on a back-to-back situation here. Obviously for the Clippers, they were in L.A. last night, not a travel situation, but they... Um, did play obviously yesterday, last night in the game against the Lakers and Phoenix last night um, took an L to the Memphis Grizzlies um, in that game uh, where they lost 121, 115. Uh, so no, no injury report. Yeah, no John Moran in that game. I think he was dealing with a shoulder injury, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so he may play here tonight. Maybe they just held him out for precaution or not precautionary, but because they are in a back to back situation here. So no injuries to submit. Injury report submitted for either team just yet. So keep an eye out for that. But let's start with the side here. Minus six and a half in favor of the L.A. Clippers hosting the uh, Phoenix Suns. Uh, I mean, I don't know how. I hate to be the one that ter- that joins Scott in becoming the Phoenix Suns hater on this show. But like. How do we back this this Suns team again? Like, how do we get behind them? I guess, like, well, in their defense, they are four and one off of no rest this season, and Clippers are three and two, which would make sense with how the Clippers over the past few years have carried their team in back to back. So I could understand that angle of it, but if you're just looking at it like front forward facing and looking at it, the Suns team has this talent, no bench, they are unable to get wins. Unable to get wins. They just lost to this 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 Memphis team that we were roasting without John Morant in the beginning part of the year. Gave out got it now. Which means and I'm 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 with Shamrock Kicks. I'm not gonna lie. They they went to sleep on Grizzlies. They're more locked into this game, even though they just took a L recently. I can see that angle for the Suns. Can I bet it? I'm not certain. Man. I see the angle. The angle is there. They went to sleep against this this Grizzlies team with no John Morant, laying eight and a half points. Now they come back against the Clippers who just played the, the Lakers and lost, and they're catching six and a half. I see the angle there for the Suns. I can't get my finger over the bet button. I don't see that Kevin Durant is listed, even game time decision are questionable here for tonight. So I'm assuming that he's playing here tonight. Um, I mean, if he's playing, he's still got that minutes restriction. Yeah. You got Bradley Beal back as well. Devin Booker as man. I don't know, uh, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I. I'm just going. I'm. I'm going to take the Clippers. I'm going to take the Clippers minus six and a half. You take a look at the depth for this Clippers team. I mean, it is far superior to what the Phoenix Suns have. I don't think that's you know, an uh, a. I think I'm overthinking. I'm just going to lay with the Clippers, man. I'm going to lay with the Clippers. I look last night. They played the Lakers, whatever. But this Suns team. I mean. It, when Kevin Durant, like you mentioned, he's going to be on a minister if he even does play here tonight. But when Devin Booker comes off the floor, like who do they have as an offensive threat to go up against his Clippers team that even if Kawhi Leonard comes out for this game, Paul George comes out, you still have Russell Westbrook. You still have James Harden. Norman Powell's been playing real well for this team. Terrence, man, I mean, the depth just for this, this Clippers team, they're just a very, very deep team. but. The Suns team, like it's it's you're very reliant. It's it's very top heavy, right? KD, mm. Devin Booker, Bradley Beal. Um, and I feel like Bradley Beal's trying to you know still get his legs under him after missing just so much time this season. So I'm not gonna overthink it. Just give me the Clippers here minus a six and a half here total in this game here. Terrell sitting at two twenty nine and a half. Any thoughts on that? 
I'm kind of like the over still. I don't really like this Suns team defensively that much. I think Clippers are going to be able to score. I really think that both of these teams coming off a of back-to-back defense is going to be a little bit more lackadaisical. They're not really going to be giving more and more effort on the defensive end, and scoring comes very easy to a lot of people in the NBA. So I kind of actually like the points. I'll take the uh, over to 29 and a half. <laughs> Somebody mentioned that Bradley Beal and uh... – Harden might fight in this game. I'm not sure if you saw that clip after these two teams did match up uh, on um, when was it here? I just had it in front of me. Suns and the Clippers matched up on January 3rd on last Wednesday, and the Clippers got the 131, 121, uh, 122 victory. But I'm not sure if you saw that James Harden was walking back to the locker room and Bradley Beal's wife was standing there and James Harden kind of gives her a high five and they kind of lock hands and he walks away with like the biggest smirk on his face. Uh, did James yeah, Harden. <laughs> but uh, that was circulating on Twitter. I don't know if maybe find that over on Twitter, but I thought that was hilarious. Uh, yeah, Kaysen mentioning it as well. Bill's wife has some explaining to do. Um, yeah, I thought that was funny. But yeah, I think I, I do like points in this game. Uh, I think we'll see the pace being up. Um, Clippers have been one of the more offensive efficient teams this season as well. Um, uh, they are top 10, obviously over the last five games in offensive efficiency. Uh, and then, you know, for the Phoenix Suns, obviously you have guys that, you know, we mentioned the top guys, obviously Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, and defensively the Phoenix Suns have, and they're right there middle of the pack, uh, at number 16, uh, this season, but, I think we'll see points being put up in this game coming similar to what these two teams did uh, last Wednesday, uh, where they scored two. This is hilarious. Points. This is the this is the James Harden that people miss. This James Harden is the James Harden that people miss. I didn't like that James Harden in Brooklyn and in Philly. This is the fun James Harden. Now he double took. <laughs> he looked back like three times, yo. Hey, that's <laughs> crazy. Hey, no, look, that's one look back there. That that they go to the, the second look back to look back again and and he looked and back. She's, she's he, looking yeah, at him too. I don't know if you noticed that. <laughs> yeah, he looked back like three times. This is the James Harden. Bradley Beal over whatever. What is it? What is this place prop at now? Like 19 and a half. It's been bad. <laughs> yeah, let's get over to player props. Uh he's at let's see. It's not listed yet because they're on back to backs. Yeah. I'll take Bradley Beal over just because of that. That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Um all right, so no player props in this game just yet, but I think probably just look at you know the usual suspects in this game. Um, everything else for this game, Terrell? Nope, nope, let's go. All right, that was the last game on the board here. Let's get over to our lock and dog, and then we'll put together our underdog fantasy entry here for tonight. Uh, you want to lead us off? Yeah, I can. I can. Is that our mojo? Is that how things been going? Typically, yeah. I think it's worked out pretty well for us. It's been a while, man. I forgot. All right, for my lock. Let's go with the. I like the dogs today. Wow. Well, except for the, except for the obvious. But I kind of like Kaysen's first half Thunder play a lot. To be honest, Thunder should be smoking the Wizards at half. Smoking in my head. yeah, why not? Case I'm backing you. All right, I'll go OKC first half minus seven and a half, and it's really just night and day difference. This Washington Wizards team is horrible. I think that SGA is going to get out to a pretty fast start. He'll probably have some twenty something points in the first half because they can't stop anything inside the paint, and that's where SGA loves to go to work. He loves to go to work inside the paint, get to the rim, get to the basket, get to the foul line, and just start to uh, load up on points like that and make things a lot easier for his team because that's when it starts to open up on the outside. That's when the Thunder start getting on their mode. So yeah, I'm I'm with the Oklahoma City Thunder in the first half minus seven and a half to get it done today. That's my lock. For I was really, really trying not to lock up Houston because that's a system play, but it, I was really, really trying not to lock up Houston plus four. And for my dog, give me the Utah Jazz plus 310. Not even a question. I'm going to sprinkle on the first half because we've seen these teams be up in the first half and kind of blow it. So I'll sprinkle on the first half as well at plus 210. But, yeah, I'm all over the Utah Jazz today. I'm all right. Utah Jazz team today. I think you're right. We like, like every single dog on the schedule here tonight. Um, Even the Suns, like, I can make a case for. It's the yeah. only dog that I don't have a case for is the Wizards. Like, that's the only one I don't have a case for. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, all right. So for my lock, um, let's go with I like a couple here. I think we see points in that Jazz and Bucks game, like we talked about. Um, but I will pivot to give me the Hornets plus the six and a half as my lock. Uh, we talked about that game. That game was close in that fourth quarter before the Bulls pulled away. Uh, it laid in that fourth quarter to get the cover here. But being back at home, I don't think the Bulls should be a road favorite here uh, of six and a half points at, at what the number currently stands here. And again, immediate revenge spot. Lying back in the team that usually loses in that first game, um, you know, kind of in those back-to-back uh, games here against the same opponent. So I'll take the Hornets plus six and a half uh, as my lock for my dog. It's the Indiana Pacers, man. I mean, this line, <laughs> it's it's just off. It's 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 only a plus 136 number, but if you want to tag on like Halliburton 10, 11, 12 plus assists with the money line to get you some better odds, um, I think you could definitely look at it that way. But Jason Tatum uh, listed as officially questionable. Um, even if he does play here, how effective is he going to be, especially with a bum ankle? Don't expect KP to play here tonight. He's probably going to be seeing three rims out there with that eye irritation um, that he suffered <laughs> on Saturday. <laughs> hey, man. Broad is the biggest liar ever, man. Oh, man. Braun is my guy. You guys, if you've been watching this show for years, you know Braun is my guy. Braun is such a big liar, man. That man really said, I seen three rims out there. I just came for the middle. No, you did it, bro. No, you did it. <laughs> um, I forgot about that. <laughs> so, if, yeah, if you oh, want to tag on... If you want to go on Halley, assist with the money line. Uh, if you get some better odds there, I, I don't hate that. But I will take the Indiana Pacers here tonight. Bonus lock, Pacers team total over as well in that game. I think both Terrell and I did like that uh, here for tonight. Um, all right, Terrell, let's do our underdog fantasy injury here tonight uh, before we get out of here. Again, make sure to go to underdogfantasy.com. Make sure you use that promo code SGPN. If you don't have an account already, I don't know what you're waiting for. Um Get a $100 deposit bonus of up to $100 on your first deposit, uh, courtesy of Underdog Fantasy. Uh, all right, Terrell, where do we want to start this one off here for tonight? All right, well, I think we need to get something in that Jazz and Bucks game. Okay. And we expect a lot of points there, so I, I would like to start there. Uh, I also actually... And I hate that we have to put a Boston Celtic up there, but I really don't see how Derek White doesn't end this game with like 20 points. So right now for the Boston side, they only have Jason Tatum listed. Because they because they know if he's out, they don't have to. Yeah. Oh, they're trying to. All right. So I get what you're doing. It's fine. Can't trust. I can I can buy into Miles Turner as well. But I, I think we start with that that Utah and that Milwaukee game. I'm Okay. I mean, Lori's double double is two X. I actually don't hate that, to be honest. But okay. I, I like, like I said earlier, I like the backcourt, and I see Colin Sexton here at seventeen and a half. I don't see Jordan Clarkson, which is kind of sucks, but I think Sexton probably could have a good game here. I do like your Middleton play as well, so we could go, we could go either one of those routes. Um, yeah, I don't hate either one. Uh, let's go Sexton, man. Again, we talked about they don't have really have perimeter defense to the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, you want to go like just his points or you want to go like points and assists for Sexton? Well, they only have points 17 and a half. All and right. PRA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't really like. Yeah, yeah, we'll go. We'll go to 17 and a half. That's fine. He can get 18. He can get 18. Okay. He, he, he slashes. He gets to the rim. This Bucks defense really bad inside the paint. I, I believe it's Colin Sexton today. We can do that. All right. So we'll throw in Colin Sexton higher 17 and a half points. Tyler Hero? Yeah, I was going to mention that. You and I both like Tyler Hero here tonight. So he's at 22 and a half. Uh, Dang, we'll Derek White would close this out perfect. Yeah. You know, I will never say no to an SGA prop. Let's see where he's at. SGA where is he so 33 and a half points is his number there he has 
Uh, I wish it was later. Look for his free throws later. I'm telling you now, people. Look for his free throws made later. He's gonna get. He's gonna get over that number. All right. You want to throw SGA in thirty-three and a half? Yeah. So, all right. Higher on that. All right. So, our underdog fantasy entry here for tonight is gonna be Colin Sexton. Higher seventeen and a half points. Tyler Hero higher twenty two and a half points, and we'll go SGA higher thirty three and a half points. Uh, that hundred dollar entry will get us a six hundred dollar return here for tonight to kick off the schedule for the association on Monday. Again, go to underdogfancy.com. Make sure you use that promo code SGPN, uh, and you'll get a deposit bonus of uh, up to one hundred dollars on your first deposit. That's going to wrap it up for this Monday episode of the NBA Gambling Podcast. Terrell, anything else you want to mention, my man, before we get out of here? Oh, man. CapQuest asked me where did the name Really Real come from. It really, like, <laughs> it really didn't come from anything. I was in high school, and I had said something wild. I don't even know what it was, but I had said something wild. My mouth is unfiltered, <laughs> unfortunately. So I said something <laughs> really wild, and my homeboy was like, really, bro? Like, really? And then he was like, hey, because at that point, I was looking for a new Instagram name. He was like, really, real? That's it. That's the name, just like that. And so uh, my homeboy in high school gave me the nickname. I'm curious to know what uh... – uh, his uh, theory is uh, yeah. I'm curious what his theory was yeah. too. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really, it's not uh, maybe story. <laughs> yeah. Let's see if he drops it before we do get out of here. If not, we can see it on the replay here. But again, if you haven't already subscribed to the NBA Gambling Podcast uh, YouTube channel, go ahead and do that. Uh, hit that subscribe button for the 66 of you watching. Smash that like button first before you do get out of here. Uh, Scott and I will be back tomorrow for the Tuesday card. Uh, same time, same place. So join us then. And if you haven't already left us a rating and review, please go ahead and do so, uh, whether you listen on Spotify, whether it's uh, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you do get your podcast player. Like uh, Terrell said, follow him on Instagram and on X at ReallyRail underscore underscore. You can follow me on Twitter or X at SportsNerd824. You can follow the NBA Gambling Podcast um, Twitter account at SGPNNBA. All right, good luck with your bets here tonight. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Let's break these books off and let it ride.